A reading from the book of Sirach. And now bless the God of all, who has done wondrous things on earth, who fosters people's growth from their mother's womb, and fashions them according to his will. May he grant you joy of heart, and may peace abide among you. May his goodness toward us endure in Israel, to deliver us in our days. Verbum Domini. Lord, I thank you for your faithfulness and love. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart, for you have heard the words of my mouth in the presence of the angels. I will sing your praise. I will worship at your holy temple. I will give thanks to your name because of your kindness and your truth. When I called, you answered me. You built up strength within me. All the kings of the earth shall give thanks to you, O Lord, when they hear the words of your mouth. And they shall sing of the ways of the Lord. Great is the glory of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always on your account for the grace of God bestowed on you in Christ Jesus, that in him you were enriched in every way with all discourse and all knowledge as the testimony to Christ was confirmed among you so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ he will keep you firm to the end, irreproachable on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, and by him you were called to fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Verbum Domini. Circumstances give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus.
Dominus Fobiscum. Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Lucam. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten persons with leprosy met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice, and he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? Then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. Verbum Domini. this day of thanksgiving, we renew our gratitude to God for all the graces, the blessings, and the gifts that he has so generously bestowed upon each of us. And our first reading today from Sirach offers praise and gratitude to God for all that he's done from us, for us. From the first moment of our existence in our mother's womb, God has protected us, and he continues to treat us according to his mercy. The reading is also presented as a prayer petition, asking God to grant us joy and gladness of heart as well as peace. And we know that joy and peace are fruits of gratitude, of the virtue of gratitude. And in the gospel, our Lord healed 10 lepers, but we're told only one turned back to give him thanks. And how often have we prayed for something? And then when God granted us a great blessing, we just move on to the next thing. But it's a good time to ask ourselves, to examine ourselves, do we take the time to thank God, especially when he grants us a petition that we've offered to him in prayer. But commenting on this gospel passage, St. Athanasius described the nine ungrateful lepers in this way. He said, they thought more highly of their cure from leprosy than of him who had healed them. So they focused more on the gift that they received than on the giver of the gift. St. Bernard called ingratitude the enemy of our souls, the annihilation of our merits, and the scattering of our virtues. And he would also say, I tell you that to my knowledge, nothing so displeases God as much as ingratitude, for it obstructs the path of grace, and where there is ingratitude, grace no longer finds access and has no place. So as we surely want to avoid the ingratitude of the nine lepers we heard in the gospel today, we are inspired by that one Samaritan leper who was truly grateful for the healing that the Lord had given him. St. Athanasius says of this one Samaritan leper who was healed, he was given much more than the rest. Besides being healed of his leprosy, he was told by the Lord, stand up and go your way. Your faith has saved you. The Lord rewarded this man's gratitude 
with the gift of faith and friendship with him. And St. Therese, speaking from experience, would say, for no sooner have we thanked him for one blessing than he hastens to send us 10 additional favors in return. Then, when we show our gratitude for these new gifts, he multiplies his benedictions to such a degree that there seems to be a constant stream of divine grace ever coming our way. This has been my own personal experience. Try it out for yourself and see. For all that our Lord is constantly giving me, my gratitude is boundless, and I try to prove it to him in a thousand different ways. So it's very good for us, especially on this Thanksgiving day, to recognize that everything, right? We know that every good gift comes from above. It's a gift from our Heavenly Father. It's very easy for us to take for granted the many gifts that the Lord has given us, or even to begin thinking that we deserve the gifts that God gives us. But in fact, they are gifts. They're freely given. Everything is a gift, a grace from God, every good thing. Again, one thing to examine our own selves, ourselves and our own spiritual life today is, do I remember to thank God when I am consciously aware of some grace, some blessing? It can be as simple as, thank you, Lord. We don't want to fall into the habit of complaining, which is very easy to do, to complain about our crosses or to be gripped by envy when we see good gifts and good things happening in other people's lives. Even if we don't receive specifically what we ask for in prayer, we can still be grateful because God, who knows all things, he knows what is best for us. And he wants what is best for us as he is all good. And he is powerful enough, he's all powerful to give us what is best for us. And in fact, we know he gives us more than we deserve. And our lives can be a continual act of thanksgiving to God by frequently bringing to mind the many graces and good gifts the Lord has given us. And every single day we know, whether we realize it or not, God gives us graces. And we don't know most of all the good things that God has given us. So how do we respond in gratitude for the countless blessings that God has given us? The most natural way is to give thanks to God in prayer. Again, it might be a simple thank you, Lord. We know that the most perfect way is our participation in the holy sacrifice of the Mass. It's the most perfect and powerful act of worship and thanksgiving to God. And the Mass perfectly fulfills the four ends of prayer, which are adoration, adoring God, contrition, thanksgiving, and supplication or petition. This is how we perfectly fulfill thanksgiving to God. Psalm 116 says, What shall I render to the Lord for all his bounty to me? I will lift up the chalice of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. And that's pointing forward to the holy sacrifice of the Mass. In fact, we know Eucharist in Greek means thanksgiving. The Lord gave perfect thanks to his heavenly Father in the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. And in the Mass, our Lord offers us the means of offering worship and thanks to God. And in each Mass, we join our thanksgiving with that perfect act of thanksgiving, of worship offered by Christ to his heavenly Father. And what greater gift has God given us than to be nourished and strengthened by receiving his body and blood in Holy Communion. One thing that's very appropriate, especially on Thanksgiving Day, is 
to reflect, of course, on the prayers of the Mass, but one that, again, we, we offer at every Mass, the preface dialogue, right, where the priest addresses the faithful before the Sanctus, let us give thanks to the Lord our God. And the faithful respond, it is right and just. And continuing, the priest says, it's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. So we have a duty to be grateful to God. It's right and just. It's an act of justice to offer thanks to God because, again, we know, as St. James says in his letter, every good and perfect gift comes down from above, right, from our Heavenly Father. So in this day of Thanksgiving, we recall that every day is a day of Thanksgiving. Every day we have the grace, the gift, the invitation to unite ourselves with the sacrifice of Christ at the Mass. So we thank God in this Holy Mass for everything he's given us, and we pray that we may grow in the virtue of gratitude, always and everywhere giving thanks to him with grateful hearts.